The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon, and welcome again to another Transformation for Success show. I am your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Today, know that this is your day for encouragement, hope, and guidance through the incredible stories of men and women who have transformed their lives to greater emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. I'm here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tune in each week. Callers, you are welcome to call in with questions and to join in the conversation. So you can call one 888 346 9141. Or if you're international and you want to call in, 001-480-553-5754. You can also connect with me on my Voice America channel page, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And I will invite you to browse around my website at transformationforsuccess.com. My mission is to provide you with spiritual and emotional support at all three levels, body, mind, and spirit. You'll find my life empowerment seminars, coaching sessions, webinars, networking events, and retreats, which I call advances because we're moving forward, not backward. These are all designed to help you grow and move forward on your journey from where you are to where you want to be. I also have a very interesting free gift for the first 50 people that sign up. So go to my website quickly. That's transformationforsuccess.com. I have another little announcement. I am hosting my annual Women's Transformation for Success Empowerment Networking Luncheon on Saturday, June 13th at the Wilson Creek Winery in the wine country, Temecula, California. So you want to check the website to sign up for the Early Bird Special. Now, this is an event where women have the opportunity to meet and share with a number of women from many diverse occupations. Now, men, I'm not going to leave you out because next year I'm going to have something for the men. Uh, But this year, we have also included a wine tour after the event. So I want you to go to that website and sign up for the Early Bird Special to go to the Women's Transformation for Success Empowerment Networking Luncheon. Now, each week, Transformation for Success is blessed to interview interesting and inspiring guests who share their journeys of success, their trials, their tripping points, 
and the key principles that help them to achieve where they are today. And I want to say just a little bit about, to you listeners out there, about transformation. Because this show is very important to me and why it was named Transformation for Success. Because transformation truly begins with something out there that's pressing us forward into desiring something better for ourselves. We may not know what it is that we want, but we, but, but we know that there's something and that we have this impulsion for something more. Now, I like the analogy of the butterfly because originally the butterfly was once a caterpillar inching along the grass to climb up the marigold to reach its daily meal. Now, its main drive was to eat to fill its stomach. And I think the same could be said of us. Before we begin to transform, we have a compulsion to meander around, reading books, listening to tapes, attending lectures, digesting information. We're still in that old form, but we're fattening our minds to get ready to build a cocoon, where we'll use all that we've digested to transform our lives into a greater reflection of the good in this world. Now, once our appetite has been appeased, we'll feel compelled to allow what we've learned, I think, call it to gestate or to meditate. And letting it process is like the caterpillar inside the cocoon. This is the time to incubate, to meditate. And for many, it may last for a few days or a few months. While it's happening, we're changing. We may not see the change, but we know that there are parts of us that are being released, transformed, and altered. And at this time, and at this point in our lives, sometimes it becomes very uncomfortable for us. Now, during my own transformation, I had an intimate relationship that was very difficult, and it was getting progressively difficult. And I realized that I could not live the way I used to, and that I had to release some of the beliefs that were no longer in my best interest. And that no longer could I play a role that I had outgrown and within a relationship that eventually came to an end. It was very painful for me to let go. And I'm telling you, real scary to change the role. My whole life had changed. And as we emerge from our cocoon, We take time to adjust to our new circumstances. And things for me were different. I had to learn how to handle my new self with three children. I began to act in new ways. And some of the things that I said were surprising to others because they weren't familiar with what I had to say. Because of my new attitudes, I lost some of my friends who just couldn't adjust to the shift, the new Barbara. And I made new friends who were walking the same path I was. So eventually, as I think of the butterfly's journey and how it allows it to climb free and rest and spreading its wings for the first time, I felt confident to spread my wings and fly with my new self. And like the butterfly today, I am living free. I am transformed 
to begin new relationships. So I say to you listeners out there, you too can be transformed by enjoying and listening to the guests that are on my show who will share their secrets, their hearts, their trials, their tripping points, as I call it, but to help you. And today, we're going to talk about something very important, love. Since we had so many responses to the relationship segment last week, today, I have a very exciting guest for you, Miss Althea Letford, who's going to share her remarkable story of how she enjoyed a romantic relationship and love connection so strong that led to joy and struggles and trials and the eventual loss of her love partner on our show today. So the title of our show is Relationships, Part 2. Is love enough? We're going to answer that question today, and I'm going to talk a little bit about love. What motivates people to seek out love? Well, our primary motivation as human beings is to seek love. God placed us here on earth with love in us. So we have that need to reach out to love. Usually, we fall in love with a person that we we find attractive and appropriate for us. And sometimes, (laughs) it does not always work this way. But the process can get thrown off if we don't believe that another person finds us attractive. So, I think we don't want to belong to a club that would not have us for a member. So, we can tend to sort of miss out on opportunities for falling in love if we don't feel good about ourselves. And I think I said in the first show, when we started talking about relationships, that you must love yourself first. You cannot love unless you love yourself. You can't give what you don't have. So, when do we fall in love? Well, the statistics show that some people fall in love, most people, with somebody they've known for a while. And a lot of people report falling in love quickly, about 40% of the time. And falling in love happens differently between cultures, but it does occur in most cultures. So this is very interesting about love, looking for love, and is love enough? So, listeners, I want you to get your pads and your pens ready as we're going to enjoy a wonderful woman today who's going to share with us about her experiences. So, stay with us while we break for a commercial, and we're going to be right back with my guest, Miss Althea Ledford. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? 
Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us. And more power to you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to Relationships Part 2 is Love Enough. And my guest today is the talented, creative, and energetic Althea Letford. Welcome, Althea, to the show, Transformation for Success. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Well, I want to sh- talking about. <laughs> I want to share just a bit about this marvelous woman. <laughs> Althea was a small business liaison for a noted congresswoman, Maxine Waters, and the co-founder and CEO of the WMBE Resource Center, which is a small business development center. She is the director of NAFI, which is the National Association of Female Executives, Los Angeles, author of The Playground Dynamic, and six other books, including 10-Minute Hero, founder of The Gate Book Company, a publishing social media company, and she has over two years of experience in financial markets, business development, and technology startups. Althea has a master's in management and information science and an MBA from the Drucker Graduate School of Management. She's designed several systems of software, and this woman has many accomplishments in her bio and just too many to enumerate, but she's just launched a new magazine called E. That's E like an Evelyn or E like an Eve, (laughs) the magazine for today's 
female executive. Althea understands the layers of complexity within a woman's life on a daily basis, as well as in our own life of triumphs and tragedies. So I am pleased to welcome again, Miss Althea Letford. Hi, Althea, again. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Young. I'm, so, I'm just really grateful you had me on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you have an incredible story and a wealth of knowledge to convey today. So I want to get right in. And as we begin, I, I want you to share a bit of your background and how you got started on this love journey. <laughs> well, I think uh, in my childhood, my mom was a really loving person, but super optimistic. So we, mm-hmm. were, we were raised watching the musicals, Rodgers and Hammerstein, took music lessons and all that stuff. And it just painted a very Pollyanna type of view of the world. And we just always mm-hmm. thought that there were answers. And um, that was really great because it, it helps you be really optimistic. But the, problem, the other part is we weren't equipped to deal with the, the negative side. So I think um, when we were coming up, it was during the 1960s. So women were just starting to talk about uh, feminism and all the other things that you were, you were um, being able to, not, we were voting, but we didn't have rights. We just really mm-hmm. could, you could be subjected to any kind of abuse. And, and that was all kind of woven into, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it really, and mm-hmm. it really wasn't, but it really does affect your self-esteem as a, as a female professional, because you always, you were, you had a tendency based on the way you were brought up to concede to that male voice when in fact we were equally, we had the equal right to have that discussion. So that was an overcoming um, issue. But outside of that, she, it was really a very um, protected environment. And like I said, she had us around very ethical, great people. So when I got out into the world, I thought everybody was like the people I was around at home, and I was not mm-hmm. equipped to deal with criminally-minded people or people that were less than dishonest. And it took me years to figure out that some, when somebody tells you they don't like you, they really don't. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was, I was like, oh, you will eventually. And, I, you know, and I was wasting time, but I didn't realize that you don't have to be liked by everybody. You don't have to have a please-like-me mentality. And it took a right. while for that to uh, happen. Right. Now, did you so, grow up in uh, California? Los Angeles, yes. I was born okay. here. Okay. So you're a Los Angelina. Ah. Absolutely. <laughs> So okay. we were, and, and, and because of that, we had a different approach because we weren't from the South, and I, I wasn't from the South, and I wasn't from back East, so I had a different take on racism. I was more like, you know, we saw the Beatles. We did everything everybody else did. We didn't really get that racist issue. We saw it on television, but we didn't deal with it. My school was equal Asian, Hispanic, white, and black, all mixed mm-hmm. up together, and I never knew that it was supposed to be different. Mm-hmm. It was later that we got into that. Oh, Okay. So tell us how you, you got into this, this love relationship and what kinds of things well, happened there. Well, I was, uh, this was, I was, I was, like I said, a super optimistic person, but when I was driving, I was, we used to work in Calabasas and I would drive through Malibu Pass, which is a really beautiful area, but I had a prayer and I said, you know, Lord, I, I'm really happy right now. I don't really need anything. But if you're going to send me somebody, I need them to be, and I named off three three variables. I'd like them to be really smart, have a, a brilliant, have, and I, I said that so that I didn't, because, you know, women, sometimes if you marry somebody that's not, and I'm not bragging, but when you marry somebody that is different or not as, as you feel as smart as you are, you shrink 
so that they feel still feel big. You you be sometimes we get in relationships where we shrink down so that the other person feels bigger. So that's why I require that. So they need to be brilliant. They need to mm-hmm. um, have a big heart, and because I had a big heart, and then oh yeah, they need to they need to like music, and that's all I put. That's all I said, and I left it that. That and was I it. Just huh? on, and, <laughs> you know, and I just go on, and I think about. Um, Two or three months later, I run into exactly what I asked for. And I was really so amazed because I go, you know, God, this is something. But, I mean, I, I, did he know I was going to ask for it? Did he make me ask? How did that actually work out? And anyway, it was kind of an instantaneous um, attachment and not explainable. Really not, I cannot, I reason said it's not explainable because it's like sometimes you meet people, even when you meet good friends that you know you're going to be friends with, you guys sit there and you will talk for hours and you will uh-huh. download everything about your life. You'll just download everything. That's what was going on. And it was like the time sit still and gave us a chance to catch up. Almost like we reconnected from someplace else. That's what it felt like. But I knew it was that everybody was like, you looked so different. And I did. I was before and the day before and the day after I was almost a different person. Wow. You know, Althea, yeah. you're saying something that actually research has sort of uh, touched upon this is that there are two important characteristics in, in terms of people falling in love. And those two mm-hmm. are kindness and intelligence. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't know why. I think the intelligence part is, I think, um, you, get, you have to be able to exchange. Because basically, at the end of the day, marriage is a friendship that, with, with mm-hmm. benefits. And so you sit right. and you talk to that person all the time about everything. And, you know, that is your portal, your back and forth that you bounce ideas off of. So if they're not able to keep up with what you're talking about, there's a very short, short-lived situation. Mm-hmm. So the ideal situations are where you equally giving and feeding and building upon each other. Well, tell us a little bit. uh, Was this your first love relationship? No, this wasn't the first one. The first, the first, this was the, the meaningful one. This is one I, out of choice. The other one was because I got pregnant. I was in church and had to get married. And that was the only reason. And, and that I would never encourage anybody to, to get married for that reason. But mm-hmm. we, I came from Pentecostal church. You just had to. But so, weren't you of the era when, when that was, I mean, there's a certain period of time where I know in this country, I mean, if you got pregnant, it was not a question that you wouldn't Oh, get it was a whole <laughs> fiasco. I was set down out the choir. It was like shame. All they didn't do was throw mud on me. And the problem was that that was when I needed them. That, that is when I needed the church to come to my defense and to rally around me. But they just, I just have had to keep going to the, I was just down. I mean, I was just literally tossed under the bus. And the unfortunate thing is that drove me even further away from that kind of clickishness. And you know how, and I, you know, I love my people and everything, but you know how we are, we are good at judging people when we have an opportunity to really stomp on them. And unless you've had that happen to you, and once you've had that happen to you, you are very compassionate about that happening to other people right. because you just don't right. pick on people when they're down. So what happened uh, in this, well, this, the love relationship that came later? Well, we, that was a really, it went really fast. We got, he, we, I went out, I was, we met in November 1st. I was out there December meeting his mom and then we drove back here and we were married in within less than a year. And it was, the, it was a very, the sense of it was everything had to be done really, really fast. 
And the uh-huh. problem that I understood over a period of time, I didn't know why I had the sense of urgency, but I, on the back of my mind, I always felt like, do it now, do it now, never wait, we'll get to it. I, that was never in my um, uh-huh. spirit to do that. It was always like, do everything right now. And so, and I didn't understand why at the time. And also, he, there was a, he was um, addicted to drugs, which I did not understand really what that was. Are the, uh-huh. I didn't know the um, power of it. I didn't know what addiction was. I hadn't dealt with that. So when you are not uh, familiar with the, with the disease of addiction, you really believe when the addict says, I'm sorry and I'm not going to do it again, you take that for face value because you don't uh-huh. know what addiction is or how uh-huh. it is a physical illness and you treat it differently. So I was battling with that. But I was very one good thing that happened was at the time that was all going on, I was starting my own um, business, and I was also uh, uh-huh. starting my own software company, and I was also really and heavily praying. And the praying part got me through because uh-huh. I got the, uh-huh. I got the, um, it, God, get, when you pray, you have insight on how things are moving and how they're not moving. And I literally believe I stood in the gap many a day between the edge and, and, and survival because I was really had a fervent prayer life, and that's what really got me through that period of time. And so, because you don't really know, you, you, sometimes you could be in such a state of despair or such a state of, like you can love a person and hate the disease. And trust me, that is such a, if it's with a spouse or with a child or with somebody that you are physically attached to at the hip, it's a different program. Because if it's a friend, you can put yourself, give yourself some distance. But if it's something that's in your household, whole different right. program. So, um how long, can I ask this, how long, uh, we have just a few minutes before a break, how long uh, were you married um, when you found out that he had an addiction to drugs? Not long, because I didn't know what the symptoms were. We, he, was, uh, he was addicted the whole time, but I didn't realize okay. until maybe within a few months, I didn't know what the signs were. I didn't even know mm-hmm. what, the, what was going on. I just, you know, I had no idea. I didn't even know what it looked like. So I, it was easy to hide it from me because I didn't know what I was, I didn't know to look for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a... So how long did you stay married to him? We were we met on November first, and then he died. He died on November first, so we were together for four years. But we were married like two years, okay, two, two to three years. All right, I'm going to take a little pause for the cause, as we call it, and we're going to be <laughs> right back with Althea to tell us what she learned from this experience and how she was able to open up to a new love. So don't. Turn away from this internet station. We'll be right back after a brief pause for a commercial. Thank you. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? 
Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to Relationships Part 2. Is love enough? And we are talking with our guest today, Miss Althea Ledford, who's sharing her remarkable story of love, tragedy, joys, and triumphs. So, Althea, as we went on break, you were sharing that your husband was into drugs. You found this out after four years of being married to him. So, tell us just a little bit more about him and what did you learn from this experience? Oh, great. I'm glad you're giving me a chance because he, he pro, 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 above and beyond that, he was a prolific uh, musician. He was a jazz musician, so very well known. What they call <laughs> a musician's musician. So he, he uh, played several instruments, wrote music, and was, um, we, we went on, we would travel and be, we've been on stage with Roy Ayers, um, all the way to George, to, to, to George Benson and a number of other major, mm-hmm. Uh, musician, so it was a. Mm-hmm. It was, he was highly, highly gifted, and that's part of the gift and the curse is that when you are highly gifted, then you have other types of. He, he put you in the mind of Michael Jackson in terms of his capacity for talent, mm-hmm. but but also the childlike uh, vulnerability. So there's a lot of things that happen with you have somebody that's highly gifted is that they have a very tender spirit, which mm-hmm. creates that situation. So you sort of enjoyed the glitzy life then with <laughs> with the we, famous Yes, musician. we went to we could go and we went to Italy, London, Paris, any any place we we've been all over. And um and I had a chance I can't think of anybody that I haven't met in the entertainment industry like Anita Baker, uh Cassandra Wilson. Just we I mean backstage. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where I would go to the Rose Bowl or to the Greek Theater or someplace else. We would always go to the back and we would watch those shows from the from behind the stage, uh-huh. and that became the norm, and it's a different kind of lifestyle. It, it's oh, a, just yes. a whole different, you know, but different experience. Of this, 
But out of all of this joy that you experienced with him, and so joys of him being in and out of drugs, but then mm-hmm. um, you said he died, and we were saying that just before you went on break. So what happened, and how did you handle that, Althea? We were, um, I was, this was a strange experience, a spiritual experience, because he was in the church, and then he would come out and be, mm-hmm. and use the drugs and jump back and forth. I think there's something real that you just, just a taboo, you just don't go between the light and the dark, light and the dark, because it puts you in a really bad uh, situation. So mm-hmm. one day I was just praying. I used to pray about him all the time, but one day I was praying and the Lord told me, stop praying. I'm coming to get him. And I've been, it was wow. like, and I knew it was, it was very powerful and it was like thunderously, you know, it was, I knew he was telling me that for a reason. And I was heartbroken and I was very, mm. um, what's the word? I was, I was, Seeing if there is there a way I can prevent this from ha- anything from happening, mm-hmm. and I, it could have been anything. It could have been from an overdose, heart attack. It could have been anything. So I didn't know what it was going to be. So that, so that I got that to stop praying, and I, you know, and I was just really concerned. And then I think about two weeks later, he was actually within two weeks he was gone. He had a heart wow. attack. But and yeah, he had a heart attack, oh. and we were. I was trying to get him to go. Well, I was trying to get him to go to the doctor. I was trying to get him to the hospital to help prevent mm-hmm. what I thought was going to happen. And he was, and he had a whole encounter with the um, police department, and he wound up having a heart attack in that process. And they, and they oh. did not understand he was sick. He was not, you know. And so that's where it was big. It was a tragedy all the way around. It was a tragedy of epic proportion. And, oh, every, I'm so and everybody sorry. was, it was just such a tragedy. And so, but, but when it happened, I was very much like when somebody, when something like that happens, you are not aware of, it's like everything slows down and you're hoping that you can wake up. You're hoping that you're asleep and that this is a really bad dream and you're going to wake up. So for several days, even weeks after you have a tragedy, you tend to relive it over and over and over again because you're waking up thinking it wasn't real and then oh, it is real. And then, okay, I have to catch up to what happened. It's like Groundhog's Day in a very wow. bad way. Wow. Well, how were you, gosh, you got through this, Althea, I, I don't, and that's a, that's a, let me tell you something. I, that was, a, that was where the Lord came in because I look back now and I do not understand how I was able to maintain, because it's, it's still painful now when I look at certain situations and I understand people, but okay. I look at it and I go, I really do not know how I got through that save okay. the Lord took, carried me through it. How you were able to handle all of this, really, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it defies you know anything I can think of. Uh-huh. It was the, it was the, the, um, the, my, I just knew that God, I knew from all my prior experiences with the Lord that he did not get me that far to lead me there. And I was sure of that, and I didn't know, while I didn't understand it, I trusted that there was going to be a conclusion. And I also knew that, um, the, and it's that the, the longevity of his life was cut short because, and he had mm-hmm. warnings and warnings, but I knew that he had, he had participated in that in terms of the, the, in terms of, um, you know, continuing mm-hmm. to go back. And I, I don't know what, I don't know why, and I won't probably won't know that till I get to the other side, but I do know that, you know, God tells you when he's, when he's talking to you, you do good to listen. Cause we don't, we never know why, you know, things come into play like they right. do. So I, how I got through it was truly, it felt like I had, it felt like somebody had, was holding me all the whole time. Okay. I felt like I was that's, wrapped in a really warm blanket the whole time. And so well, that's, that's why I knew that. I, that's I certainly God, the love real. of God holding you that strong. Yeah. 
um, and, and keeping you in that peaceful state. Yeah. But as you move forward, and I want to quickly segue into um, how you were able to open up to a new relationship, because I, I know that you got married mm-hmm. again, and yes. how were you able to do that and open up to a new love? Well, my, my husband now is a, um, a man of God, and he's a very strong man of God. So the stability mm-hmm. and the fact is that he's more, and, and happily to say he's more in love with the Lord than he is me, which is wonderful. <laughs> but he's probably, but he, what I'm saying is it keeps him grounded. So mm-hmm. for the phase that I'm going through in my life, this is where I was supposed to be, and this is what was supposed to happen. But it was, um, again... The, your primary relationship, be you the male or the female, your primary relationship and your primary love has to first be with the Lord because that's what keeps you mm-hmm. stabilized, that keeps you focused, that keeps you when you don't understand why things are going instead of flying mm-hmm. off and being upset. It makes you be quiet. It makes you be still and listen and to to align yourself with what the Lord is saying. So this particular relationship is, is the most stable relationship I've ever been in, and mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't afraid to go back into um, – I wasn't looking to get married again at all, but mm-hmm. the but this was the, this was the one that was very um, – how do I say it? The most priest-like, the most the – most aligned with what the Word of God is in terms of mm-hmm. he, he keeps himself aligned with the Lord. So I don't have to babysit or I don't have to be extremely hovering over this person. I'm able to go on and develop my life as well. So that's great. It's a different situation. And I think you get different people in your life at different points in your life. So right. this is definitely was appropriate for now. Well, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad uh, that you're saying this because I think sometimes when we lose a love and a relationship mm-hmm. that you had, uh, and then being able to open up to a new love. What I mm-hmm. what I want to ask too, because now I mean you have ventured out um, in your career, and mm-hmm. um, can you share what's contributed to your current success, growth, and development as an entrepreneur and editor of this this magazine E, and it is a wonderful magazine. Boy, it looks great. <laughs> wow! Oh, thank so, you. So, I had a senior link. We just did the March issue. Yesterday, well, I can tell you, I realized I was getting older, and I had things I had to do, and I didn't have any time, and I it just took maturity for you. It's just as important for you to say no to some people as it is to say mm-hmm. yes. You cannot say mm-hmm. yes to everybody, or she'll never get where you're supposed to go. And you, when it's when that scripture says, "Lay aside every weight," I got rid of the dead weight. I got rid of the non-producing friends, and when I say non-producing, the people that just hang on and take and drain and do not actually contribute to where you're trying to go, dumped them. And it took a while, but I just literally got rid of all of that, and I stayed on track so that the people that are like-minded, equally yoked, that's who I, that's who I hang out with from this point forward. Because, because you have, a, you, it literally is a ratio, a certain amount of time to finish and once I isolated that part of it, that I'm going determined to finish what I'm here to do, then that I would ask for things, they would just appear. And I don't, I can't explain to anybody. I would pray for something, it would appear. I would have, we have, I have opposition, but I would push through, and I'm still pushing through. Every time you're going for a new ground, you're going to fight, but it would, it would, it would That's manifest. Right. That is so, so true. God has done it, and so I just keep on track, and, and I'm keeping, I'm moving forward, but. When literally people that are toxic or that are anyway not contributing to what needs to happen, you must, uh, you know, release them and let them go. And that was the biggest thing. (laughs) I I used to call it the B&R technique. 
uh, BNR, and I'd say people to people, BNR, and they'd say, oh, Dr. B, and that's bless and release. Bless them and release them. So that's sort of a a trademark saying I started. But what would be a tagline (laughs) message if you could craft a women and men about love and loving today? And answer that question really quickly before we have to wrap up. Okay, is I think the first love most important, enough. What would you say? The most important lesson I would say is be fearless in your loving a person. You love when you love people, be all there, both hands and both feet. Mm-hmm. TV Snow used to have a song called Two Fisted Love, you love hard because then because it's a it's a verb. You, it's something you actually can use. And then and then that's it. Just be fearless and love and tell and speak your truth. Always tell people exactly how you feel, nicely but mm-hmm. truth. And then that's it. That and they'll never steer you wrong. That is great. Um, mm-hmm. What three principles would you leave with my ladies today? We have one minute as I wrap up. One, well, I got one principle I know you can say. One principle that you'll leave with us today is to, is to um, finish your race, to just be, to be tenacious with your happiness. Be, and I call it roaring with your happy, to insist on being happy. Don't allow anybody oh, to rain on your parade. Great. Uh, I want to thank you. I know that many of you have enjoyed Miss Althea today and her encouraging story of incredible love. And we were going to be right back. Don't go away because we have something else to share with Miss Althea. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. There are 13 unbreakable habits of truly enlightened people. These life-changing habits are discussed on Dream the Life, Live the Dream with Dr. Yomi Garnett. We'll offer an excursion in self-discovery along with wisdom that will allow you to stay on the correct path toward your destiny. You can find excellence in your life. Tune in every Thursday at 7 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time. That's 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for this exciting transformational journey. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Divorce leaves behind some lasting scars. Besides the emotional impact of starting over, keeping your family in order, co-parenting, and the general confusion that comes with it, there are also financial impacts, slow and grueling legal processes, and lack of support and resources to turn to. Tune in to Divorce Sucks, a smart girl's guide to doing it better, with host Laura Maiola. We'll bring you the tools to sort it all out the right way. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there. Welcome back to Relationships Part 2 is Love Enough. You know... We have really enjoyed hearing from Althea Ledford today and her story of an incredible love relationship and the fact that she was able to lose a partner and find another relationship which is healthy and whole. And so we praise God for that. Life's larger plan for us does include divine right partnerships. Believing in love and knowing we are worthy is the first step. And today's guest has shown and has shared with us truly that she knows she is worthy of love and is able to give incredible love. And her message was finish your race, finish your course. And that is love enough? Well, I want you to share with your friends to download the show today. As I think, no, I know. It will bless many individuals who might be going through a similar experience. So, Althea, I want to thank you again for sharing your heart and soul this afternoon as our featured guest on the Transformation for Success show. Thank you for having me. So, listeners, as I close the show today on relationships, part two, is love enough? I trust many of you may have thought about your own answer to that question. But I'm going to take liberties and share my answer is no. Love is not enough. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, (laughs) Paul McCartney and the Beatles (laughs) weren't totally truthful when they sang the song, All You Need Is Love. (laughs) Being in love is is a beautiful state to be in. (laughs) But being in, just being in love isn't all you need to make your relationship last especially since infatuation is sometimes mistaken for being in love. Mm. And as many of you know now, you have to work at a relationship to make it good. Mm -hmm. More importantly, choosing someone to commit to for the rest of your life is not simply a decision of the heart. It's a meeting of the heart and the brain. I heard Althea mention she wanted, and she actually prayed for someone intelligent, someone that, that she wouldn't have to sort of, as she put it, dummy down, but someone that could meet her at the same level that she was at, and also kind. Mm. So it's a meeting that includes your values, your goals in life, and your perspective of commitment, and all of that has to be in sync. And so, no, love is not a love, but it can get you on the road to a healthy marriage. It can get you on the road to a healthy relationship. It can get and keep you in the game and help you to keep you on the road. However, it's not enough 
to play the game and play the game well. Now, I'm saying this not from just I learned it from a book. I'm saying it from personal experience. Love is not enough for a healthy marriage. Marriages are truly a test of our emotional and life skills. And when you think about it, many of us were never taught many of these skills. So it's no surprise today that many marriages, even those that are based on love, are a continual struggle and often fall apart. So ask yourself, do I have the emotional and life skills necessary for a healthy marriage? Because the healing will have to be with you. We have to love and act on two fronts. We have to love ourselves and we have to be the love we want. Believing in love, knowing you are worthy of love, invite love in and God will pour you out blessings in abundance because he is love. We cannot speak of our faith in God yet despair of finding love because truly we were sent here to live in harmony and peace without inflicting heartbreak and hurt. Relationships involve others. And in every relationship, it's with you first. You know, (laughs) my pastor, Bishop Charles Blake, preached a message Sunday on relationships that was out of, I tell you, it was absolutely superb. What to look for. And learning how partnerships and relationships involve others. Learn to love goodness, honesty, and fidelity. Being a sweet and loving person makes you a magnet for love. So as I close the show today, I want to challenge you, all of you listeners out there, call your friends, tell them, listen to this show. Be encouraged. Be loving. Be challenged. And be ever seeking to be transformed. I'll be back next Tuesday at 2 p.m. on Transformation for Success on the Empowerment Channel with another exciting guest who practices the three P's. You want to tune in and find out what are the three P's to success. Until then, God bless you. I'll see you next week. Remember, love is not a love. You need more. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week.